Hey guys, before we get started with all the craziness, I want to let you know about our meet and greet. We are coming out to you live on August 27th at 6.30 at the Cato's Dockside in Eustace. Um, come and join us for some wings, for some craziness, and for some fantasy football. Welcome back to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Caffison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. Yes, sir. Hello. And BJ Thomas. Football. Football! So we're going to get on to the, the games on the field, but I do want to kind of get to some of the off-the-field off, off the field stuff. Um, obviously, there's been just a shit ton of injuries this this training camp. I don't know if it seems like it's more, if I'm noticing it more, or if it's just bizarre. It's because you want fantasy football revenge, so you're paying more attention than last year. Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> it's, it's like, damn it, all these guys are going down. Thank God BJ waits to do the draft at the end of the offseason. Yeah, they got a fantasy draft next week. I'm like, shit. That's I. I tell you, people always say, "Why is your league like this?" There's reasons. I start mm-hmm. the playoffs a week early, and I start the draft the last week before the season. Yep. I, I try to give, and and people are always like, "Well, your league's different." It is different. It gives mm-hmm. you the best shot at both ends. I'm giving you the best shot to draft playable players, and the best shot to not have your players sitting out because their teams are in first place. Yep. Because we're welcome. If you have good players, they're on good teams, and if they have good teams, they're not going to play. So, yeah, we finish up a week early, but there's a higher chance that you're going to be able to play all your players through the playoffs. You're welcome. Mm. I've thought about this. (laughs) It's only taken many, many, many years. I did it the second fantasy league I was in. I said, some of this shit doesn't make sense to me. So, But you know what makes sense to me? Sean Payton calling out Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, Here's the deal, though. (laughs) I've all let me start by saying I've always liked Sean Payton. Always. He was a Cowboys offensive coordinator or Bill Parcells. I was sad that he was not the next head coach when Bill Parcells left. He'd already left for New Orleans. So that kind of sucked. I feel like he's hedging his bets. By saying I feel like by say yeah, by saying this was so fucked up. Oh my God. You know, we're doing everything the opposite. I'm trying to compensate, blah, 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 blah. And then hey, if they go nine and eight. Did my best, man. It was a bad situation. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. It feels kind of slimy. Yeah. It, it I can see your point. And I also see that his point, like, and we all saw the product on the field last year for the Broncos. Like it was bad. How often do incoming coaches talk about outgoing coaches, though? It, and, and that's where like Hackett's all pissed because he see he broke the code, you know, of of the, the coaching fraternity. I can't Maybe. recall it. I can't recall it happening. No. So it's kind of slimy. Yeah. You know, and we, we have a rule um, when you take over for someone, you don't talk about about the person you you took over for because they're gone. It doesn't matter. No. doesn't no. matter how bad they were as a PM or project manager. doesn't matter. They we're fucked up. Forward. They're no longer here. Yep. We're moving forward. And and you've got a point. It's It's almost like a, Laying the groundwork for hey, if I just can't, if I don't win the division year, you know, year one, the deck was stacked against me. Yeah. Well, you're not winning that division, bud. No, yeah, no, there's no way, <laughs> no way you win that division. No, not no. with that the way that current that roster is currently constructed. If he wins the division, it will be the single greatest coaching job I might have ever witnessed. Oh, I know winning that division, something has to happen to Patrick Mahomes or something. Well, it's not just Mahomes. Right, but I'm saying to Herbert to, to win the AFC. Yeah, right. So, yeah. so you got Pat Mahomes, and you got I mean, you got the Chiefs and Chargers. 
are pretty much going to be one and two in that division. Bro, they won a game with Chad Henney last year. That's yeah. right. Chad Henney. <laughs> That's yeah. two-time Super Bowl champ, Chad Henney. Yeah. Yeah, I can hold clipboards, though. <laughs> I can, I'll can. i study the playbook and help you make calls. Like it's, I can do that, too. Hey, 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 Dorian, what team drafted Chad Henney out of college? well we drafted him because um blaine gabbert was fucking up so yeah yeah, yes he was drafted after blaine gabbert i think yeah history what was it oh yeah he was blaine gabbert he was seven blaine gabbert chad henney was on the michigan roster that lost to app state he was oh shit I thought I thought Denard Robinson was the quarterback when they when they y'all lost. got a history of drafting big doofy quarterbacks, <laughs> big, big doofy look, big doofy looking white dudes. Like, Did y'all dig him out of a bar? <laughs> Chad Henney is a legit like six five. He's a six 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 five. He's like him and Blake Bortles like came from the same two people. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Blake, um, rumor has it that he's back in Central Florida. Oh, so I need to apologize. Jacksonville did not draft Chad Henney. It wasn't? No. Miami did. Oh, that's right. The Dolphins did. And we picked him up as a free agent, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was Miami. Yeah, I guess I mean the, the 2008 Jacksonville roster. Um, here, here's the quarterbacks: Paul Smith, Cleo Lemon, and David Garrard. David Garrard, I know him. So let me let me fast they forward. Dra- they didn't draft David Garrard, did they? Yeah, we did. Yep, uh, he came. Actually, I think he was drafted after Byron Leftwood. I know he was from East Carolina. Yes, yeah, he's from East Carolina. So. Dorian, you were partially correct. So Chad Henney was brought on because Blaine Gabbert was so terrible. Okay. So I knew, imagine, yeah. imagine how terrible you have to be to be replaced by Chad Henney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was bad. Oh so the, the quarterbacks on the on the first year that Henney was on the Jacksonville roster, you got Blaine Gabbert, Chad Henney, and Jordan Palmer. Not Carson, mm. Jordan. The quarterback guru. <laughs> I never understand that. Like, how can you be so good at teaching people how to play quarterback, but you can't do it? <laughs> I think we talked about that one episode, and BJ got pissed with a little rant with Jordan Paul. I just don't understand it. I don't, let Carson teach. Like, you can put the money up for the school and be like, hey, this is going to be my business. You're going to work for me, Carson. But, like, why you, bro? Like, look, here, look off the safety. And throw left. Now I've thrown thirty-five interceptions in this situation, <laughs> but you you can do it. <laughs> well, who yeah. who is the quarterback whisperer? The um, coach for Chicago it wasn't Matt Nagy. He was the guy that went to to uh, the Jets. Oh, um, oh, I can't do crazy guy. Yeah, Adam Gates, yeah. Crazy eye guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He can look off the safety to the left and throw to the guy on the right because that's where both of his eyes are looking. <laughs> Googly eyes. 
<laughs> I just I don't understand it. And I hate that saying. There's what's that saying? Those who can do and those who are those who can't teach. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't I don't like that saying because there's a lot of teachers that can do. They yeah. just choose to teach. So right. that, that saying mm-hmm. goes out the window. But Carson, but Jordan Palmer but, couldn't even do. Yeah, Jordan. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> oh. oh man, I just it bugs me. Like, and then and then Trent Dilfer goes to the Super Bowl by throwing fifteen hundred yards in a season, and he's out here teaching coaches, teaching quarterbacks. I'm like, the fuck's going on out here? <laughs> Troy think- Aikman and Steve Young or Randall Cunningham and Warren Moon don't have a couple free weekends they can do this. Like, <laughs> Trent Dilfer was teaching. Arch Manning. You're like, wait a minute. Oh, is this, where are you bringing this guy? <laughs> Shit. I'd have been, I'd have been for- breaking the fourth wall on the camera just staring at Peyton and Eli watching at home like, this guy, really? <laughs> that was crazy to me. I'm like, wait a minute. Isn't Peyton and Eli your uncles? They probably they all- want some goals, right? They probably all went home and sat around the fire and laughed their ass off at Arch's stories. Like, so he told me to do this in this coverage. He's like, <laughs> 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 say it again, say it again. Yeah, what do you he would, he would tell you to do that, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what do he tell you to do on third and long? Hand it to Jamal Lewis? <laughs> <laughs> Did he talk to you about his Tampa Bay days? I bet you he didn't. <laughs> Man, I just don't understand it. Like, All us fails. Just down the mic. I'll stop. There's way more qualified human beings to coach quarterbacks than Trent Dilver and Jordan Palmer. <laughs> Trent Dilver's like, look, guys. All I can teach you is play fake. <laughs> I can teach you how to sell a play fake. And footwork to handoff, I got that. <laughs> and uh, I can throw an out route. Other than that, talk to Ray Lewis. He's more qualified. <laughs> oh, he could be like Jeremy Pruitt. Remember him, the, the coach for Tennessee? I I forgot about that. Tennessee has been so irrelevant for so long. Like when they got <laughs> sanctioned, I was like, who's that guy? Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, so they got sanctioned, and apparently he has a show clause, a, a show cause uh, thing against him in the NCAA. So Jeremy Pruitt went from coaching the Tennessee Volunteers in, in the 2020 COVID season. He was just hired as a, an assistant physical education teacher in Plainview, you know, Tennessee. It'd wow. be great if the NCAA called and said, what's the cause? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to teach these kids how to cheat. When you have to do the show cause thing, like that's a high level. Yeah, that's a high level offense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think it's normally like five years. Yeah. Well, who had that one a few years ago that was real bad with the show cause? Well, I think it was Calvin Sampson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Like they tried to lock him out of college basketball for a while, and yeah. he's coaching again. Yeah. Yeah, he served his time though. He should get another shot. He's a good coach. Yeah. yeah. Didn't he he small, what is that, Houston? No. Tennessee? No. Um, Rick Burns is in Tennessee. That's right. 
No, Kelvin Sampson's at Alabama, I think. No, that's Avery Jones. No, it was at Houston. Okay. Houston, that's what it was. Houston, it wasn't Houston. Yeah, Shit, he, all the all these offenders are so excited because now they can spend money on players. They're like, yes, yeah. <laughs> my specialty. Rick Pitino is probably drooling. Where's he coaching now? Isn't it like Northern Minnesota or something? I don't know. Wherever the hookers are cheap. <laughs> After <laughs> the New Jersey hookers and swamp hookers. Hey, you <laughs> laugh, but he does have a job in New York. He does. Yes. What's the school? St. John's. St. John. Oh yeah. Oh, those those Bronx those Bronx hookers up there, boy. Go to Ice well, Spice's I, neighborhood. Oh, in the Bronx. Some, oh no, that's Queens. Go yeah, to Ice Queens Spice's hookers. neighborhood and do some munching. <laughs> no, he won't. He won't pay them. He won't, he wants the players to be happy. Look, baby girl, I know you're used to pizza, but check this ring out. <laughs> Jordan Pool. Jordan Pool gave me the blueprint. It's a pool party cookie Bro, That this shit's gonna give me material for a year. Just on and off throughout the throughout the next few months. I'm pretty just sure. sprinkling in. I just can't believe it. I can't I can't think of one half a million dollar roast beef sandwich on the face of this earth. Didn't even smash. So we started off talking about Nathaniel Hackett. So I figured it'd be a good, good, you know, transition to actually talk about the AFC West because apparently Sean Payton's going to win the the division. So Ah! (laughs) maybe on Madden, (laughs) a couple of trades. Yeah. So I hey, this is the all left vertical order. So, but we'll start with the Denver Broncos. He's used to working with midget quarterbacks. First of all, let's get that out there. He's he's a pro at working with midget quarterbacks. So he kn- he knows how to create passing lanes. The problem is is that those passing lanes will not go to Tim Patrick this year. Hey, um, how much you want to bet Russell Wilson has no problem rolling out this year? Nope, doing bootlegs and shit. It'll be like sixty percent of his passes. Yeah, yeah. He was educated last year. Yeah. Still can't believe this team beat the damn 49ers. That just shocks me. That's crazy. <laughs> I believe it was the Trey Lance led 49ers though at that point, was it not? It was. It was that eleven to ten game that was just yeah. eleven to ten. Set offensive football back twenty years. Nice. All that offensive talent and eleven points. Um, so Vegas has them projected at eight and a half wins. Sure. <laughs> you know, I, we joke, but I mean it's not that you know, far stretch. They they were five and twelve last year, and they were terrible. Raiders twice, Redskins, Bears. Hey, the that Washington team might come back with the Redskins. Why the do way. you think I'd never cops stop calling them Redskins? <laughs> Everything else they do is stupid. Yeah. Hey, the Washington Signals would be a good idea, but they until won't do more it. than two Native Americans have a problem with it, I don't want to hear it. Um, I'm probably gonna get in trouble for that. I don't give a shit either. Houston Texans trying to list off their wins here. Say Raiders twice, Washington, Houston. Probably going to split the Raiders. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, that's the Raiders. You know, I don't know if they can beat Washington. Washington's a good football team without a quarterback. Yeah. So what about um, the Jordan Love led Green Bay Packers? 
feel like that's a toss-up. <clears throat> Russell Wilson really embarrassed his whole situation last year. Oh, man. I don't know. I'm going to say six. Six and 11. Dorian? Um, I'm going looking at there. So winnable games, they may beat the Bears. Uh, they'll split with LA. I mean Vegas. Um, I think I give them for the doubt and say that they'll beat the Packers. So that's three. Um, they'll they they may still they may steal that game in Houston uh, before, and I don't see them beating anyone else. So for me, in looking at their schedule, you know what? The Vikings did lose Adam Thielen, but they still got Justin Jefferson. You know, you, what? you think that Deshaun Watson will still be playing for the Browns? You think he can keep his fingers, people's fingers, out of his butthole for that far into the season? I think he can by week twelve. I think he can. You I know think what? he's got lawyers good enough to not get caught. I think he's yeah. in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly, I'm giving. I'm. I'm going under. I'm giving them five wins this year. Damn. I don't. I'm, I, I don't see them winning. I don't see them winning eight games. The total disrespect. I just don't see it. So they were five and twelve last year with just a terrible coach. Sean Payton is a really good coach. To me, he's worth three games all to himself. And so I see them going eight and nine. I really do. I don't think they they uh, cover the eight and a half, but I think they go eight and nine. I think Peyton mm-hmm. figures out how to actually use Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell was pretty horrible, man. He was pretty right. horrible because he had offensive coordinator who had no fucking idea how to use a quarterback under six. Look, yeah, I I don't know if Nathaniel Hackett's as bad a coach as he is a a manager of personalities. He let mm-hmm. Russ come in there and bully him. He let right. Russ bring in his own trainers. Mm-hmm. He let Russ bring in his own, basically, staff. Right. He let Russ install the type of offense that he wanted to run, even though he wasn't successful at it at any point in his career. Right. So I hate to say it. I don't think Hackett's as bad as a coach as he has a personality manager, right. which is a part of coaching. But I don't think it was his X's and O's as much as it was him well, dealing with him getting bullied by a quarterback. Those X's and O's cost him the game against Seattle. That's what you just mentioned. One out of seventeen games. The rest of them were because he got bullied by Russell Wilson. So, but if you, so- but oh, but but in hindsight, if you're a coach and you're getting bullied by a quarterback, that's not a good characteristic of a good coach, though. Most what, coach, I, what I'm he, saying he, is, he I'm not. I, yeah, I'm not saying it's a game planning situation or an X's and O's thing. It's a it's a personality management problem. He was not a strong enough personality to tell Russell, we're not doing this. Yeah. You've never been successful at this. This is not the time to play around with this shit. And I think Peyton is. I think Peyton's strong enough oh, and experienced yeah. enough to know, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Right. I mean, he basically already told him. He was like, no, you're not. You're training with the team. You're not doing this personal shit that you've been doing. Like, no, you're not. That's not happening. Now we will see how good Hackett is this year in in New York. He's not running the offense now. Yeah, well, I mean, Aaron is. Yeah, he all he's doing is going back there to rehab his reputation. He's not the offensive coordinator. He's an <laughs> offensive assistant. 
Yeah, it's like being a, a coordinator in Alabama. You just go in there to like we have your. It's like Byron Leftwich and Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah. Like, who do you think was who do you think was really teaching who in that situation? Ain't no one, ain't no one teaching Brady anything at that point. No, those are suggestions. Right. right. And I think that's why there was rumors of tension coming out of there because Brady be like, no, not doing that right now. Yeah. So I mean, it does give me pause that like I don't know who he's going to throw to this year because Cameron. No, Russell. Yeah. yeah, Jerry, Judy, and Cortland Sutton. KJ Hamler isn't, eventually will isn't, be back. No, Hamler, I think it's his career's over. I haven't heard dude, that. Dude had a fucking heart attack. The guy that died on the field is coming back this year. He was dead. Yes. And he's playing again. Yes, and, and they have recommended that Hamler probably not play again. We'll see. But go ahead. There's receivers on that roster. Isn't Judy suspended? Or was that last year? No, last year. He, okay. he should be. No, no, no. Last hold hold on. Last year he was hurt. Was he hurt? Or was he suspended? I think he was both. Yeah, I think he was both too, yeah. I'd do something slimy. I'd be like, I wouldn't report the injury and use the time of the suspension to recover from the injury. Well, it doesn't matter. Like if if you're suspended, it doesn't matter. I didn't know if you were on IR or something. They don't count those games. No, they they count them. They count them. Okay, anyway. I was about to say I'd, I'd be messed up, but I'd work around it. <laughs> they figure it out. So it'd be like you know, Jonathan Taylor's like, I'm not hurt. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so the, I totally call him out. Yeah, that's that's a whole different situation. <laughs> um, the yes. next team on the hit list is the Kansas City Chiefs. Wait a second. You mean the team that makes the hit list is up next? Yeah. 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 Um, so as far as I'm aware, number 15 still starting for them. So hey, hey, look, there's Blink Gabbert. We found him. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm we, saying if we play Chet, Chet Henney, see how that works? It all comes full circle. <laughs> 13 wins. Look, not being a dick, they're going four and zero. Yes, yeah. I mean, probably five and zero, probably six and zero. Good chance seven and zero. Real good chance eight and zero. The Dolphins have an explosive offense. I feel like they can score some points with them. I don't know if they can. St- they can't stop them. And then you have the Eagles. Oh boy. Are you sure yeah. you're sticking with thirteen and not more? Yeah. There might be four losses on there. They could lose once to the Chargers because division's division. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could lose to the Bengals. They could lose to the Bills. And they could lose to the Eagles. Yeah. I'm sticking with my 13. And Dorian? Um, yeah, I'm thinking, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over if they're able to get um, – there are rumors that they, they're trying to get uh, Zeke Elliott. If they're able to get Zeke, I'll give him 14 wins. i give him 14 and three again. My only issue with them signing Zeke is that Zeke's going to want the ball. He's shown that throughout his entire career. And he, he's got the talent to do that. But the more Zeke has the ball, the less you take out of Mahomes' hands. 
You know, this team has been successful with competent running backs that don't demand the ball. And my issue with when you bring a guy like Zeke on, yeah, it's a huge upgrade over Pacheco, I think, is the, the starting running back. Um, but he's going to demand the ball. It's a chemistry thing. So with that in mind, I mean, I, I, I'm i going back and forth between 13 and 14 because I just I don't see this team losing, especially before the bye week. I mean, they Miami is going to be tricky, but it's in Kansas City. So, and the, the thing with the Eagles game is I think Andy Reid is something like we're like 18 and 0 after a bye week. So just keep that in mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna go 14 for them. So next up is the Las Vegas Raiders. All right. I'm hearing rumblings from several different places on the internet that Devontae Adams wants out into New York. Ooh. If that happens, yeah, would not shock me if they go six and eleven again. Yeah, because yeah. they have not remedied the Josh Jacobs situation either. Right, and that is a lot of offense to just be like, "Hey, we'll figure it out." Yeah, and rumor has it that he wants out too. He was like, "You're not giving me a new contract." Yes. He left Las Vegas at one point. Yeah, I don't know if he's back yet, but he didn't. He left just before training camp. As if that's not a way to be like, hey, I'm really not going to be here. I'm just going to leave right now. You know what I'm whatever Vegas says, I'm going one game under. So we'll say six. Yeah, Vegas is seven and a half. So we're going a full game and a half under. And Dorian? Yeah, um, I agree with uh BJ. Six. Yeah. I'm I'm not I'm, Go I'm ahead. just saying, I'm not paying somebody as much as I'm paying Devontae Adams to pout. I'd rather get rid of him and start over at this point, the way this roster looks. Yeah, and, and that's the problem. Like you said, if they get, they get rid of Devontae, Josh Jacobs is not happy, so he's not going to be motivated. Mm-hmm. I'm going four. I've also yeah. heard, I've also read a couple of articles that say there's a good shot Hunter Renfro could be cut. What? Yeah. Why do you go cut? <laughs> they, 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 they need him. That's the whole damn offense. Yeah. Right. Because they lost Waller. Waller is with the Giants. And then I found out that they just released O.J. Howard, which, you know, he's still on the depth chart, but they what just happened? released This was guy. taken from, like, a couple weeks ago. Okay. What happened to O.J. Howard? Holy shit. I don't know. The curious case of O.J. Howard. That he looked like the call. next big thing in, college, in, uh, in Alabama. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and let's not forget, so their offense is falling apart. Their defense was terrible last year. <laughs> so they need their offense to keep them in games and if their offense isn't there good luck oh and going back to my previous stat so as of last year Andy Reid was 19-3 and three in the regular season coming off a of bye week that's uh, pretty impressive yeah so now we're on to the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going to call them San, the San Diego Chargers probably in another couple of years because my brain doesn't work half the time. <laughs> um, Vegas has them at nine and a half wins. This is the team that's going to just be punished for being in this division. <clears throat> they're playing for a wild card. Yeah, and they're probably going to win 10, 11 games doing it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, they could probably start three and three. That's not the greatest way to start your season. Then they got the Jets, Lions, Packers. That could be three and five, four and six, four and five, excuse me. Wow. They might just get 10 games out of this. I'm going to say 10. Dorian? Yep, I'm going to agree with BJ. I'm, I'm going to go 10 wins. And not 41. Hold on. That'd be amazing. That'd be awesome in the 17-game season. You guys are gladiators. <laughs> like 41 games? <laughs> so, I mean, their, their season starts off with Miami, Tennessee, Minnesota, and Vegas. They're going to go 2-2 two and two in that. Then they have a bye week and then Dallas, Kansas City. So it'll be two and four. They're going to rattle off a couple of victories, um, but they still have another game against Kansas City. Still another game against the Raiders. And I think that Raiders game is going to be kicked down closer than it should be. They'll probably pull it out, but still have the the Ravens. I'm going to go, I'm going to go over, um, actually under. I'm going to go nine. So under the nine and a half that Vegas had. Ouch. So, and now now we'll get to do the part that where we broke social media last year. We're going to rank the quarterbacks in this division. Just <laughs> put the name across the top three. Just put the name across the top three. You just go, yeah, click Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes. Yeah. Let's just get that yeah. out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can put the second one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Herbert, Herbert, sure. Herbert, Herbert. Yeah. Anybody disagree? Nope. Not at all. Okay. Now, this is the fun part. What are the chances Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> outplays Russell Wilson with no run? Jimmy having no running game and possibly losing the best receiver in football, or one A, one B, whatever you want to call him. I did this last year. I don't know if Russell's going to be the worst in the division two years in a row. I'm saying <laughs> Russell Wilson's number three. Yeah. There you go, Denver fans, you little whiny brats. You feel better, <laughs> Dorian. Jimmy was hurt. Uh, Jimmy was hurt most of last year, right? Yeah, that's why Brock Purdy came in. Yeah, um, it, it just—I don't. You see the boobs on that porn star he was fucking? That's what he's hurt from. He probably got a black sorry. eye. I'm sure bam, Dorian bam, did. Bam, bam. Yeah, Kiaram. What? Yeah, I know he's over there struggling. Like Kiara Maria is his name. I mean, is her name? Excuse me, Kiara Maria. For that alone, I'm putting Jimmy G at three. Yes, I mean Jimmy G. Dorian could probably tell me what her nipples look like. <laughs> diameter. Yeah, diameter. Are we talking? That's like, perfect. Are we talking like? Are we talking about Canadian bacon? Are we talking about nickels? Like, what are we talking about here? M- m- more like turkey pepperoni. He knows. He fucking knows. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> So. He must have to be a pornologist. Trying to move forward. Is that on your resume? <laughs> <laughs> should I put that up? My... No, I'm not putting it. Yeah, you should put it up there. Tit identifier. <laughs> tit, tit, tit database. <laughs> <laughs> what tits about? Tits. <laughs> uh, 
Mr. Cody, we noticed that you have a very titillating resume. Would you like to come in for an interview? I can talk about Tiggo B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for me at number three, I I I have to agree with BJ is Jimmy J, I think, is a better quarterback, but I think Russell's gonna have more weapons. And it's just it, it's gonna be hard for, for Jimmy to have a good season. And there's nothing around him. And he he's a guy that needs weapons around him. Yeah. They were force feeding Devontae Adams last year. If he leaves, then what? Yeah. yeah. So Dorian's the one that's gonna piss off the Denver fans this year. Cool. Wasn't me. Not <laughs> anything. Sometimes I wonder if they're mad because I was right or if they're mad because it was their quarterback. You never know anymore. <laughs> yes. Yes. Double whammy. <laughs> All right. There we are. Done shitting on the AFC West. <laughs> There's only two possibilities in that division. Sorry, guys. That's, that's it. The Chiefs and the Chiefs. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, I mean, it it would take something catastrophic for the Chargers to pass the Chiefs. Yes, yeah. I mean the Chargers' offense is going to be better this year, but it's just not going to be Kansas City better. I just so feel as, like I feel like the Chiefs could lose two receivers and still win the division. So, answer me this: How does the coach keep his job after having a twenty-seven? We to talked zero about lead? this. We talked about this. He threw everybody else under the bus and hired new coaches. That's the owner of You're the talking Chargers, about Staley, but... right? Yeah, Staley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, got rid of the offensive coordinator and hired Kellen Moore. Yeah, because it was the offensive coordinator's fault that they kept fumbling the ball away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's how we do that. That's how the pros do it. Well, and that is true. That is how the you know the the professionals and executives do it. It can't be my fault. No, can't someone possible. else do it? Not right. possible. Okay. Anybody in charge of managing a large organization rarely takes blame. Nope. Rarely. That is correct. Now, they might on a week-to-week basis, but for the overall pitcher, no. Yeah, it could be like Zuckerberg. He's like, I know I blew through $44 billion of our company's cash. It was a bad decision on my part. You are fired. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Or Elon <laughs> Musk not understanding how social media works, so he makes people sleep at the office. Oh, he was doing that before he bought Twitter. Yeah, well. Whatever. (laughs) Or X or whatever he wants to call it now. Look, if there's anything I know, there's a reason why people are perpetually in and out of relationships. It's because their people skills are terrible. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes if you can't keep a steady relationship for a long period of time, you've got to go, you know, it might just be me. Yeah. Very possible. Yeah. But what do I know? Who knows? So I know we were talking about injuries earlier, but looks like Travion Williams from uh, Cincinnati was carted off the field with an ankle injury th- today. Oh, wow. That kind of these bodies the last two days. It's been pretty rough. Yeah. And I know Burrow was out with a quote unquote calf strain. That's what yeah, they said well, about Kevin Durant. So. You remember what happened to Dak last year after the other – was it last year or the year before where he tore his calf up? He wasn't out for like the rest of the season. 
It was a rough season. He was out for a long time. I think that's when Cooper Rush came in and played a few games. I wonder what year was that? Well, Cooper Rush played six games last year. Might have been last year. And if if Burr doesn't play for Cincinnati, that team is done. Yeah. Like, done, done. 2021, he sat out three games because of a calf strain. And I thought they brought him back early. Last year, was it a broken thumb? Sure. Yeah, it was. He slammed it on a hell. Yeah, whatever. You break your thumb as a quarterback. They rushed him back. And what pissed me off is Cooper Rush was holding serve. Yeah. Well, and if you remember, right, he was holding serve until that Philadelphia game. And then Philadelphia bum rushed him. But it was that one game. And then Jerry went, oh, my God, we got we got. Oh, no. Forced Dak back. Yeah. Like, no, you let him heal. That was not, that was not intelligent. I remember telling some friend, uh, friends, like, he's coming back too soon. Yeah. And and so now now Dak is coming out. It's like, I'm I'm not going to throw 10 interceptions this year. I wouldn't say I wouldn't put that pressure on myself. I'd just say I'm <laughs> going to improve from last year. That's, that's all you got to yeah. say. That's all you got to say. I'm going to improve from what I did last year. And everybody be like, yeah, sure, that's great. I'm, I'm glad you're improving. I, so 10 is a low number. So if Dak doesn't, let's say, let, let's say if Dak doesn't do well in the playoffs this year, is it time to move on for him or what do you think? I don't know. Like it's, it's like when you fire coaches in the sec for what, what are we getting? Right. What are we going to get in return for firing right. this coach? You're you know only I mean? as loyal as your options. Yeah. But yeah. no, I'm just, well, no, not Florida. They fired Dan Mullen for what? Billy Napier. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, you got to be allowed to have a down year. Right. Now, with Dak, it's different because Dak gets consistent in the playoffs. And I think, Dorian, <sighs> I think that's where you're going with your question. But I'll also say this. I've seen several times when Dak has hit somebody in the pads and they've dropped it or it's bounced up and been intercepted. Like, it's not all on Dak. Noah Brown cost us so caused us some problems last year. Mm. So I'm not I don't want to defend Dak for the sake of being a Cowboys fan. I'm really trying to be objective here, but like what's the other option? Right. I mean, if you get to, to that if you get rid of Dak, you've got to either bring in another quarterback or draft one. Yeah, and neither of those are easy solutions. No. And um, the draft is the long-term solution, but you're gambling. The bringing in a quarterback is a two-year solution, probably at best. There are people on that defense that have to get paid. They're going to have to pay Micah. They just paid Trevon Diggs. They're going to have to pay Tony Pollard to let him go. And the way the market is, they're going to let Tony walk. Yeah. Um, They're going to have to pay one of these two tight ends if they play well this year. They got offensive linemen they have to pay. Um, Mozzie Smith is going to be coming up in the next couple of years. Like, there's going to be problems on this roster they're going to have to pay people. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. Which might lend the solution to be to draft a quarterback in like the second round, keep him in the system, and then let Dak go. Because if you're drafting a quarterback and letting Dak go in the same season, you're done. You're still gambling. I mean, yeah. you're you're hoping a guy falls to you in the second round that's usable at that level. They got lucky with Dak in the fourth round. I would, 
I haven't run the numbers, but I would say that you get more productive quarterbacks in the later rounds than you do in the first round. Probably. But you know how the Cowboys are and the Cowboy fan base is. You aren't going to be able to draft a fifth-round quarterback and everybody be excited about it. True. And, you know, Jerry's all about creating the circus. Mm-hmm. And so I Jerry, just, Jerry doesn't have many years left. That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't know what to do with Dak. I have no good answers. I know we're a sports podcast, but that doesn't mean we know everything. And I'm not going to sit here and Stephen A. Smith my way through this conversation. So, <laughs> um, there's no the, truthfully, there's no good answer. Is Dak overpaid? Probably. Has he been slightly underrated because of his injuries? Probably. But he's not living up to the contract, and he's not as bad as people say he is. The truth is somewhere in the middle. It always is. And I, I would say that he's not overpaid because isn't he like the eighth or ninth highest paid quarterback? Yeah, but the best of avail- the best ability is availability. Yep. And he's missed several games over the he's missed most of the season between the last two years. I think six and three games, that's nine out of seventeen out of twenty thirty four. Thirty four possible games. So about a a third, you know, a little over a third. That's a lot, especially when you got a team like Philadelphia in your division. And that's the bigger problem is they can't coax to a division a title like Brady could in New England. No, yeah. If we're in the, uh, oh, pardon me. If we're in the, uh, sorry, Dorian, AFC South, we could let Cooper Rush play eight games last year. Yeah, you could bring in a quarterback and let him grow. Yeah, but you can't. No, but but I'm saying is like if we're in another division, the AFC North or the AFC South, South or the NFC North last year, Cooper Rush could have played eight nine games, eaten that one bad loss, won two or three more out of the next couple games, and Dak could have come back fully rested with a couple weeks on the practice field to get that thumb loose and test it and see if it's ready. Whereas in the NFC East, unfortunately. You got to go back to the wolves, buddy. Yeah, and and the problem with Dallas, it's not just Dak. Now he's not as consistent as you would like, but they have not won past the divisional round since we were freshmen in high school. You're uh, you're preaching to the choir. You don't think I know this shit? <laughs> but there's been multiple problems. Romo had offenses to do it, but not the defenses. And when the Cowboys had the offenses under Romo, they had no running game. <clears throat> so there are massive holes in the Cowboys roster, which is what led to the strategy sh- shift in bringing in Will McClay to do more of the personnel. <clears throat> Will McClay is basically the GM without the title. I think he's director of player personnel. Hmm. He's the GM. Didn't Romo have DeMarco Murray, though? Yeah, but the defense was not that great that year. Hmm. Awesome. You got to remember, a middle linebacker couldn't stay on the field. Sean Lee missed. Sean Lee probably missed a third of his career, mm. maybe more. Oh, yeah. And he was one of the better linebackers in football when he was on the field. Yeah. Um, the cornerback position was ridiculous for years. Terrence Newman started out great, signed mm. a contract, and then got fried on the regular. <laughs> so here, here's Sean Lee's uh, stats for games played. 
14, 15, 6, 11, 0, 14, 15, 11, 7, 16, 9. Easily a third of his, easily a third of his career. And when he was on the field, like I said, one of the best linebackers in football. He did it all, played the run. I would, I would like to see his interceptions played, put up against other linebackers. He had fourteen interceptions in his career. Yeah, it was uncanny. Baiting the quarterback into throwing the ball over the middle and then slide right in front of him. But the cornerback position was tragic for the Cowboys for years at a time when the league was shifting to the passing game. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can get all the pressure you want. If people are wide open downfield, that doesn't matter. Right. Nope. You need a complete team. To get deep in the playoffs, you need a complete team. And Anthony Spencer is the same way. He was great when he was on – not great. He was very good. Compliment to DeMarcus Ware when he's on the field. But another guy that missed close to a third of his career. Yeah. Um, how do you think – Undersized interior lineman on the defense. Yeah. Um, how was the play – because uh, the two cornerbacks for Dallas was Terrence Newman and Orlando Scandrick, right? Yeah. All right. But – Newman started to fall off as Skandrick came up. Oh. You know what I mean? Terrence had been there for a little bit. Yeah, that's right. So, And uh, Terrence Newman became toast quickly. Hmm. So I just, uh, you know, Romo did a lot to shoot himself in the foot. I don't want to act like he didn't. But the Cowboys were not as savvy at constructing a roster as they are now. Jerry Jones has never recovered from the salary cap. No. Well, and, and that's the thing. You get these guys that money can buy everything, and you say, well, you can't buy everything in this. They don't know how to how to handle it. No, mm-hmm. he doesn't. And when things started to change is when he started to give more power to Will McClay. And that's when we started drafting pro, pro bowlers all over the place. Offense, defense, line, backfield, doesn't matter. So, uh, I don't know. The Cowboys roster is probably in a better situation than it has been since high school. Now they're just waiting on Dak to do something. And that's why a lot of this is coming down to Dak every offseason. That's why he's taking the brunt of it because they might have the best defense in football this year. I mean, they had the number two or three defense and then added a Pro Bowl, a perennial Pro Bowl cornerback. Uh, and re-signed everybody, I think. I don't think they lost anybody on defense. If they did, they let them walk. Yeah. I didn't see any big departures. No, not on defense. But if they did, it's because they let them walk. I don't know if Vanderesh is still there. He might be. But I don't know. Hold on. And then on offense, they have offensive line for days. They got guys... They got guys playing backup they could start on half the league. Yeah, Vander Esch is still there. Okay. I heard rumors uh, last offseason about them trying to move on from him. But then he played quite well last year, especially coming back from a neck problem. And you have to remember, do you remember a man named Jabril Cox? 
Mm-hmm. He's he's. This is his first full off season after ACL surgery. Oh wow! Yeah, and uh, one of the coaches said he's starting to play like his hair's on fire. Oh man! So there's there's potential for the Cowboys. I I didn't mean to eat up the end of the show with Cowboy talk, but I know like I just eighty percent of our listeners just tuned out. So <clears throat> <laughs> good. I was going to do it towards the end of the episode. I don't care. <laughs> At least it's not the Yankees, you fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as long as you guys listen to about three minutes of, the, of each episode, we're good. So I'm fine. But um, I I'm excited for the Cowboys this year. I would. I can't imagine Dak being worse than last year, especially now that he's had. It'll be a full third week of the season. It'll be a full year since that thumb had a problem. We shall see. So we'll do so, the. The NFC East here shortly. Um, I forget when they're on the schedule. Notes coming up, um, but with that, gentlemen, this has been Sandlot Sports. Yay! Yeah, yeah. We might as well just do the NFC East and SEC. One more Sandlot Sports. Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports Twenty One.